0: Happy holidays, everybody. Welcome to the Rail Splitter. Now,
1: now, now. Not five, not four, not two, just three.
2: The Rail Splitter, axe in hand, looking out at a frontier of hope and possibility. Be excellent to each
0: other and
2: party on, dudes!
0: Welcome to the Rail Splitter, the Abraham Lincoln podcast. My name is Jeremy. With me is Rail Splitter Nick. What up? And Mary.
2: Hey, everybody. How's it going?
0: All right. So, we're going to have a little bit of a different episode today because we are getting very, very close to the holidays. And as many of you are probably feeling the same way, our lives have been kind of crazy uh, getting things. Wrapped up at work, ready for the holidays, getting family stuff ready for the holidays, all that kind of stuff. So Watching Star Wars. While watching Star Wars. Nick and I were just talking before we came on air. He's on viewing three. I'll probably be on my third viewing tomorrow. As in three accomplished. Like you're through. Three, three. are done. Yeah, I've I, done three. And I will start. I think I'm going to go to my third tomorrow afternoon. So
2: well, I'm still on one because I am not ready yet to see it again. <laughs> I, I loved it, but I just... I, but. Partner went again last night. He's like, "You sure you don't want to go?" And I kind of was like, "It's my one of my evenings off this week." And I was like, "Like, no, I'm not. Not ready yet. I need to digest it a little bit more."
0: Yep, yep. So I I can definitely feel that. So, um, so yeah. So we're uh we're just gonna kind of chat about some things that we've uh come across lately through, for Lincoln and the Civil War, um, and um, give everybody a little bit of a holiday wish. So it might be a little bit of a shorter show at this time, but. Um, a little bit different than normal if this is your first episode of The Rail Splitter. Usually we have a, a theme that we'll uh, talk about, but today we're going to kind of bounce around and just talk about a couple different things that have cropped up for us, and then um, some stuff we've been seeing on social media, and then we'll go from there. So... I wanted to start, and actually I haven't even talked to either of the splitters, my fellow splitters, about this, but I just stumbled across... I
1: looked at your computer screen before we started,
0: okay. so... <laughs> so he's got it. And <laughs> I actually have stuff I could add to this. Nick's got like a 30-second uh, head start. So um, in my... One of my new things that I just kind of jumped into this, these last uh, six weeks or so has been an online trivia contest, or trivia league, called Learned Link, which is awesome. Uh, but they have a.
1: Don't you have an episode out there? And
0: that's different. That was a podcast, by the way. Yeah, check that out. Beat my guest. I was on. The, I'm on the most recent episode of Beat My Guest. Hopefully, some of you beat me. Beat the uh, rail splitter. Yeah. So there the, are the weak rail splitter. Yeah. Because let's be honest, if I was so, on there since I'm number one sh- yeah. rail splitter. <laughs> uh, he did say if either one of you wanted to come on the show, he'd be oh, happy God. to have you. So if you want to put your money where your mouth is. Uh, but yeah, no. Check out AJ Mass's podcast. Beat my guest. I I was lucky enough to be a guest on there. Uh, I did miss some Lincoln questions that I'm sure uh, I'm sure Mary probably would have gotten at least. But uh, I I did had a little brain fart on a year, uh, but I think I did okay. I was I was I didn't embarrass myself too badly.
1: I need a list so I can make fun of you.
0: You do you do. So, uh, but in my other my online trivia league that I just started, uh, they have like a. On the chat room or the message board, they have a Today I Learned thing where people just post interesting things that they have learned recently. And someone posted um, some interesting facts about Civil War pensions, and it was fascinating. So the longest or the, the most recently passed widow of a Civil War veteran... So basically, they know this because the veterans, so the Veterans Affairs um, Department of the federal government paid pensions to widows of Civil War soldiers um, for the rest of their lives. The last Civil War widow died in 2008, which I was just like mind blown. Whoa, I know, it's crazy. So the way this story goes for, The last Union widow died in 2003. The last Confederate widow died in 2008. So you're probably doing the math from 1865. Well, what happened was both uh, of these women uh, married Civil War veterans when the veterans themselves were in their 80s and the women were in their late teens. Uh, One of them... uh, uh, the Union, I believe the Union soldier had gone, lived his life in California after the war and came back to Tennessee. And he was a Union soldier out of Tennessee um, and wanted to marry this girl at the time. And her parents wouldn't allow it because she was only 16. So he waited until she was 18 and he married her and he was in his 80s and she was 18. And then she lived into, into her 90s, um, collecting $70 a month from the federal government. Um, and then the Confederate uh, war widow is even a more interesting story. Um, this uh, man who fought in the Civil War um, was a widower himself um, and needed to be t- needed someone to take care of him uh, when he was in his 80s. And at the time, uh, women could not live with men unless they were married. So his caretaker had to marry him in order to provide elder care for him. And then he died like two years later because he was in his late 80s, and she was 19, and then she got his Civil War pension for the next like 70, 80 years, and she died at at, like 93 collecting that Civil War pension. So, um, very, very uh, interesting. I don't know why. Uh, Also, uh, one other little tidbit. Um, They don't know. I don't have anything more recent than August, but as of August, there was one remaining daughter of a Union soldier still alive, collecting a $74 pension every month. So um, it's kind of creepy, but <laughs> this, this, uh, wow. un- this oh. Union veteran had a daughter when he was like 87. And then she is um, getting on in the years now. But um, So we are still one generation away from the Civil War, technically. There is one daughter, yeah. literal daughter, <laughs> of the Union Army still alive which I just think is wow. just fascinating. So, that was my little those my little fun facts about the Civil War uh, that I picked up. So, um, playing off that,
1: I came across and I ordered this book and I I was hoping to start it this winter break, I don't know if I will, but it's called Civil War's Fathers, Sons of Civil War and World War 2. And part of this is why that's possible is because of the because of the pensions you had a lot of younger brides for that reason. When I mean, there was this guy, like a, they had a similar project to what we do at the, our, our high school where they interview veterans. So it kind of revolves around eight families who, um, and they interviewed the World War II veterans who happened to have their fathers also fought in the Civil War. So um, I'm going to read the book too. And I think you could be a great guest, possibly too, because I believe he's an educator in the middle of Illinois. So um, kind of crazy. But, right,
0: there you go. Yeah drivevelin
1: right, friend
0: indeed <laughs> oh she's a gold digger. sorry I played gold digger back on U.S. West <laughs> that was a little joke about the pensions I don't know if that I don't know if that's a proper term to use is that offensive uh, if it is I apologize to any teen brides of, of super old veterans
1: yeah wild stuff man that's crazy so all seventy four dollars that... a month right so,
0: 74 dollars a month but you know that's a lot of money probably I don't know I'm I can't imagine it was always $74 a month. But... I'll
1: take $74 a month. Yeah. All I got to do is okay. find a civil war.
0: Well, you then... know, I, I was obviously, I always think about the second <laughs> inaugural, but that's what I was thinking of, the care for he who bore the battle and his widow. Um, so, yeah, you know, Lincoln specifically mentioned taking care of those exact people. So, Yeah.
2: yeah. You think maybe they would have raised it a little bit given inflation and
1: mm-hmm.
0: and
2: all that so i would imagine they were probably collecting more than 70 a month
0: uh-huh. yeah or, or less and then it, they might have just capped it saying like we've been paying yeah. these people you know their social security check will cover it but yeah i don't know i thought that was interesting very interesting it's
2: very it's yeah it's, it just shows how like it seems so far like the civil war seems so sometimes so far back in time like really removed from us but then when you hear a story like that you realize like oh it's not really removed from us
0: yeah and i think it also kind of shows how i mean how young the united states is relative you know mm-hmm. as far as nations yeah. go and everybody loves bringing up and i do too that um john tyler the 10th president uh, of the united states still has living grandchildren um, mm-hmm. which is just insane but yes yeah,
2: i had someone told me that the other day and i just couldn't believe it i thought really really wow that's like another mind-blowing fact right there
0: these guys having having kids late in life it's
1: on the presidential the podcast actually interviewed one of his grandkids Mm -hmm. for us yeah it was kind of crazy
0: oh very wild what a crazy world that's right (laughs) i don't know my, my grandfather was born in 1905
1: so he'd be 112 112 yeah my grandpa's ninety one, four, three, two, Old, somewhere in the Hopefully he doesn't right listen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I hope know. he does yeah. listen, <laughs> but hopefully
0: he's not listening right <laughs> now. Hey, Grandpa Stanley. Grandpa Smith. Grandpa Smith. Grandpa Smith. Sorry, Grandpa Smith. It's um, all right. His wife had great apples, right? Isn't that a type of apple? Granny Smith. Granny Smith? Granny yeah. Oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah anyway, is, tri pretty so. trivial listeners out there. All right, uh, do you guys have you guys come across anything that you want, thought would be fun to share with Real Splitter Nation? <laughs>
1: Um you go ahead, Mary, if you got some. Okay.
2: Um Donald Trump in the Hall of Presidents was probably the most bizarre <laughs> news story I came across. And then um I think the funniest thing when I tweeted the picture to Nick of Millard Fillmore leering over Trump's shoulder. And Nick's retweet was like it was awesome. Um but yeah, that was something that I I saw the story and but I don't know if I should, like, laugh or just be appalled that... Because that's one of my favorite things to do when I go to Magic Kingdom is go on Hall of Presidents. I'm,
0: I'm very there, happy with uh, the artist's rendering. <laughs> it's accurate. I mean, the man does not have an attractive neck. They they nope. portrayed it
1: accurately. He does... The, the robot, or whatever the hell they call it thing, does look like John Voigt a lot. It does look like John Jon So Yeah, it does.
0: Um, I... I we actually had a little bit of activity in the Millard Fillmore. Yeah, I was gonna realm. bring that up. Yeah, uh, a friend of the show and a fellow educator. He was on with us. He was on our oh, show, yeah. Uh, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Friesmeyer. Uh, We're
1: still waiting for those rap songs, just for the record. That is
0: true. <coughs> so that, that he, he promised us. Yeah, I'm going actually I'm gonna call out to his students. If his students are listening, put some pressure on Mr. Freeze. Get those, get that Lincoln hip hop going. Uh, but he had a student in his class. He jokingly said that they should have a Millard Fillmore fan club. And one of his students... Sick <laughs> One of his students actually started making a logo for it and everything. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: I guess the teacher of me says good job, but the, the human in me says I'm disgusted. There's got to be involved. a great
0: pun they can make with Fillmore. It's like Fillmore. Like both syllables could be a pun in some way. I don't mm-hmm. know. Hopefully they'll come up with something good.
1: Bill more no nothing. I feel like you can play off that <laughs> yeah, somehow. Yeah, yep, for <laughs> sure. I think they should do a Chester A. Arthur um, club because that dude has a story and I'm waiting for that movie. Mm-hmm. So, Spielberg, when are we going to do Arthur? Because there's something there. We should. I'm telling <laughs> you, it needs to be done.
0: No, there's no love for those late 19th century guys. It's like Lincoln, Grant. Cleveland twice, but that's just because he's non-consecutive. People know that. But other than that, it's just, you know, a whole lot of nothing. Until, until
1: me and Spielberg do Arthur.
0: Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> he, he went by Chet. He <laughs> is there like a
1: Chet. a bear or something, Arthur? Hmm. A kid's book, Arthur? Oh, like yeah, Arthur. Kids. Arthur, yeah.
2: He's an aardvark, I think.
1: An aardvark. That's weird. Yes. <laughs> That's almost. I, I it? Still,
2: it, it's a cartoon. I still watch it sometimes. It's,
1: it's I in uh, judging your taste in TV shows right now. <laughs> Alphabet, that's alphabetically that's great. It's
0: <laughs> great.
1: <laughs> alphabetically, it's great. Yeah. Mill, for, Mill, uh, obviously, the Millard Fillmore fan club. That's an uphill climb. <laughs> uphill climb. That's going to lead to a lot of picking on. Oh, you know nothing. You know, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. So.
0: All right, Nick, what did you come across uh, from Lincolniana?
1: Mine's like two heavy hitters, really. That's good. We could use a little bit of that. I came across a Chicago Tribune, November 30th, 2017, article, um, and it's dealing with the great governor of Illinois, uh, Governor Rauner. Um, He's got a lot going for him, as he's not in jail yet, which is good for us in (laughs) Illinois. So, um, uh, you know, you can say what you want about him. But anyways... His campaign tweeted out that he had been graded like a 92% in taxpayer friendliness. So it was like this little tweet, you know, saying he's doing stuff great for, you know, the taxpayers. Um, then they went, you know, a little bit further kind of trailing where the tweet came from. And it got tied to the Illinois News Network, which is the arm of the Illinois Policy Institute, a libertarian to conservative think tank. Um, One of the guys that works on this group is James Tobin, who is also the president of the Taxpayer Education Foundation. The reason this is all fascinating and why this ties into the show is because he has an article out there, or excuse me, the foundation has an article out there. um, Several articles actually badmouthing Lincoln, and one of them is titled, Lincoln Brutalized the Country and Shredded the Constitution. And one of the passages from that was Lincoln wanted to prevent secession at whatever cost because his primary primary goal was retaining the tax revenue from the southern states. And then it went on to add, slaves were not important to Lincoln except as propaganda. Um, So then the Tribune kind of pushed back on this, kind of asking, you know, um, about this a little bit more. Eventually it was removed from the Wednesday's tweet was removed, but an older one's still out there in Facebook, so... I know we've talked about this many times, how Lincoln's been historically inaccurately, historically inaccurately presented. So um, I kind of just came across that, kind of thought it was funny, humorous. Uh, so
0: so Rouner had retweeted this group. Is that? Yeah, okay. I
1: think it was basically he got a tweet saying he was ninety-two percent. Oh, you know, I see. He, he was ninety-two percent taxpayer friendliness. So basically, they said he was doing good for the taxpayers. So he tweeted this out. Then it kind—we've of, seen this a couple of times, especially mm-hmm. with some of Trump's tweets. Mm-hmm. Once yeah, you they tied it back out. to the foundation, you find out. Ugh.
0: Maybe yeah, that foundation is not great. Mm-hmm. They're—they've uh, talked. they are no fans of public education. I believe they're the group that uh, they like to publish, public educator public educator salaries as like showing what a wasteful use of tax money that is. And <laughs> you can you post
1: mine. It's not too high. I know.
0: Yeah. It's well. Yeah. So it's they're. Like any any money spent on taxes is bad, I think. So, um, but yeah, our uh, our governor is um, as far. I mean, he's not he's not an uber conservative by any means. Um, and I, actually, I believe he's put um, quite a lot of it. He's he's super rich, um, but I believe he's put a lot of his own money into renovating the governor's mansion. Um, and did you know that Illinois has the biggest government, like more square footage of any governor's mansion? i did not know that yeah at all. it gets overshadowed because springfield there's better things to do in springfield but so he's um, the mary todd a governor mansion in a way yeah it, it try, it, <laughs> and it's in springfield too he's trying to spruce up a, a, a springfield house um very close to the edwards house actually so um but yeah it's uh it's interesting it'll be interesting to see you know like a lot of people try to co-opt lincoln into their illinois politics for sure so um, it'll be interesting to kind of see how that all shakes out. So I'm a, I'm a Daniel Biss supporter. I'm going to go on record for the first time and say that.
1: All right. Yeah. I'm going to say Illinois politics is uh, effed up, right, for a while here. Well, it's state. an
0: interesting <laughs> race if you're talking like kind of presidential connections. Uh, Abraham Lincoln does not have any uh, living descendants, um, at least by blood. Um, and I think the only ones not by blood would be Tom Hanks and Colin Hanks um there's always that kind of rumor that they're they're <laughs> yeah. married through the nancy hanks connection yeah which i think is actually true but um but yeah we have chris christopher kennedy who is um bobby kennedy's son is running to be the governor um bobby kennedy's a hero of mine my daughter's named kennedy after i have a formula it's like 60 percent bobby 25 percent jack there's some teddy in there joe jr this one That's of the cool. sisters yeah so but anyway but I don't. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to vote for him in the primary. I'm a big fan of Daniel Biss. But anyway, I thought
1: you were going to say Daniel Day Lewis. There.
0: That's no, no, no. So, so if, you're if you're not from That's Illinois, this too. is this is not probably that intriguing to you. But I think Illinois politics is um, it is a bit of a bellwether state, and you know you can't avoid Lincoln. Lincoln's just ever present in Illinois, so it definitely it definitely plays in. You know,
1: there's a congressman from Utah, Lincoln Fillmore.
0: Really? I didn't know. I think I knew that somewhere. Yeah. What a name.
1: Really? Like, wow. that's like do, having, do you, do you like, feel like, talk you a, about, like, you know. Do you,
0: do you feel like you have a love-hate relationship with that person? Yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: I, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, Senator for Utah State's 10th Senate District. Wow. Uh, Lincoln Fillmore. Yeah, so, you know, I feel like the last name weighs more than the first name, so screw him.
0: Yeah, that was, no. oh, you know, I think somebody tweeted that way back yeah. in the early days. There's a
1: link. No, there's a Fillmore in Utah. Yeah, or, that's what it was. The oh, guy, okay. I, I forget who it was. Gosh, tweet at us. Yeah, it was I way back. Well, well, yeah, we'll give you a shout John out. That was like
0: right way in the like third or fourth episode when um, we we're thrilled to get a tweet. We're all we're still thrilled to get tweets. Uh, so speaking of that, actually, um, we were really really happy with uh, the activity that we've been getting on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, but specifically on Facebook, we've had some fun. Uh, what were some of the things, Nick, you took some notes. What were some of the things that we were talking about this week on the Facebook group?
1: I think the biggest discussion we've had in the last few weeks where it's actually a lot of comments back and forth is uh, people's favorite scenes from Lincoln, mm-hmm. um, and I don't I don't have my own Facebook account. That's why I don't partake. I only have the Harlem Veteran Project one. It's a group we run at the school that I usually see stuff through, um, but yeah, there's a lot of dialogue. I know, Mary, you jumped in that conversation, and yeah. then John... Um, started it, um, mm-hmm. and then several other people did. So I don't know if you want to jump in here and explain.
2: Yeah, John started the conversation by um, like explaining what his favorite scene in Lincoln is, which is the president in the middle of the night speaking to Nicolet and Hay, and then ending up in the telegraph office and discussing whether you we are fitted to our rooms. Um, and he said the sound of the pendulum clock in the series is the sound of a clock that actually belonged to Lincoln, making the sequence even more special. And that is that's one of my favorite scenes too. Um, and they asked everybody else what their favorite scene was. And it's you know, very across the board. Um, some people, um, one of the girls that's a member of the page, Andrea, she posted a video. Um, Scott said any scene with Tommy Lee Jones is Thaddeus Stevens, which I have to say, those are some of my favorite scenes yeah. too. The the like just the the lines that come out of Tommy Lee Jones are just incredible um
1: i love a lot of of stuff when they're debating the issue yeah Yeah, especially that one scene where they try to catch him you know um, what he said in the past and Mm -hmm. he flips the table on them kind of turns it on them that's one of my favorite scenes sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you mary
2: oh that's okay um and i said that my favorite scene was where he's in the telegraph office discussing euclid um jeremy you chimed in and said um tad where they talk about missing willie and that's that's a great scene, too. Uh, Helen, she said she loved the conference with Alexander Stevens where Seward loses his school, but Lincoln remains calm. Um, and then John was asking some questions about, and I didn't know the answer to this, but the birds that hung in the trees, that one scene where um, can't, he's trying, the guy that wants the postmaster.
0: Yeah, there, well, there's yeah. a couple scenes because it's the Bilbo. It's the kind of out there. Who is just a character that's so much fun because, um, well, one James Spader does an excellent job and um, he's not really real. He's kind of a conglomerate of a couple of different people who may have been real, but um, they're out there like hunting something or. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was um, the the guy played by is it Walton Goggins, um, who's I, he's one of my favorite actors. He's kind of he was in uh, Hateful Eight, was great in that. But um, I think that's what I was talking about. They must there must have been some sort of like. Mid nineteenth century hunting technique or something where they were—that's what they did. I don't know, but that's a great scene. Yeah. He, we're just trying to get the hell out of there. He's like, I just—he yeah. wants nothing to do with this—and just tries to like run away. Um, I thought that was great. Yeah.
2: And I said another of my favorite scenes was uh, when Lincoln says, "Time is a great mirror of things," and Stewart says, "Yes, suppose it is." Actually, I have no idea what you mean by that. <laughs> um, but I like that one because it—it just shows how how their friendship. Was and that they're, they're joking around with each other. Um, and then Andrea said, um, Robert outside the hospital. Um, and when Robert storms off, Lincoln whispers, I can't lose you. That's another very powerful scene. So it was a really, I thought really awesome discussion and I hope it keeps going the Facebook group of what our favorite scenes are it's just it's cool to see what people love about that movie and what they pick up because even i learned things like i hadn't picked on lincoln saying i can't lose you in that one scene yeah um, so now it makes me want to go back and move to watch the movie again
0: and i think it it because i chose my scene uh because you know i've got young kids and that just really kind of pulled at my heart a little bit and um and i think that you know the, the at various other times in my life that scene with robert todd lincoln probably would have been more or as impactful as the one with the with tad um so yeah i think that you know it's sometimes depending on my mood and where i'm at professionally and personally sometimes different scenes are more comforting or troublesome or thought-provoking so um you know it's it's definitely and, and just Lincoln stuff in general i think um i look to look to it for different purposes all the time and the movie is just the easiest way to mm-hmm. like i'm just going to go watch a half hour of this and you know about leadership or family or stress or um something to laugh at all that kind of stuff so um and yeah and i really yeah. like that scene with nicolay and hay um and I, I i like to compare it to like the west wing you know they made that entire series on on the west wing and you hear about all the staffers who have been fired or quit or resign and everybody that works in the white house. Now that was essentially the West wing. Like if they made an 1860s series, it would have been three actors <laughs> like with mm-hmm. a few, with a few cabinet meetings thrown in there. But you know, as far as the staff of the executive branch um, outside the cabinet and, and their staffs, I mean, it was, it was Nicolay and Hay who technically were secretaries, not in the cabinet way. Um, so just the amount of work that Lincoln did and all presidents had to do um, with no staff and no chief of staff, no circle of advisors. Um,
1: just how many people he saw on a daily mm-hmm. basis just coming oh, through. Yeah. Like like just so many just random people coming through. And then the fact that he would do that. And then, I mean, just, I mean, it's well documented how much, how many hours he just put into it outside of mm-hmm. all that. Plus keeping those hours.
0: They're just like keeping it's records. I'm tired of thinking that. about like, it. Yeah, like all the correspondence and ah oh man, I don't know. It's just I can't, I can't keep on top of my email and <laughs> no, no, I, I yeah, <laughs> I'm in middle, I'm in middle management at a medium-sized <laughs> high school. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, I, it's it's fascinating to me, and I have well, and I have one secretary, so I don't, know, it's 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 incredible.
2: Well, all the times you you know that I've read in the biographies, like. And I've started to pick up the more biographies of him I read it, you know, you start to pick up on like he he was up all night. He was up most of the night. Um, all the times I read that and I just think he must have just been exhausted, especially when he's waiting to hear news of a battle. I can't imagine the hours he what his day was like. That and I sometimes wonder on average, how much did Lincoln sleep when he
0: was president? Yeah, just, if at all. Yeah. I think it would
1: just be torture just to have to talk to that many idiots (laughs) a day that are coming through there. Because the majority just got to be dumbasses and, oh, God.
0: Or, like, people you have to. I'm getting angry right now. It's part of it's playing politics. There's people, some of those people you have to please. They're probably the biggest idiots. Oh, surely, surely. So.
1: So, uh, John, going back to the Facebook, he does a great job. I mean, he posts all the time. Um, great articles. He just posted a day, you know, kind of Civil War. It was from, I think, the Lincoln Library, um, where it is nice a video club. of one of the historians talking about, you know, Civil War um, soldiers celebrating Christmas or the holidays. So so John's awesome. He's like our uh, Facebook uh, all-star. So. He does a great job posting stuff. There's always stuff out there, you know. He's want to kind of jump started that conversation about the Lincoln movie. So yeah, definitely. Thank um, you.
0: Uh, and I, I try to interact as much as I can. I read everything. I don't always comment. Um, I feel like yeah, I'm, I'm not good at that in multiple areas, but certainly as a podcaster, I need to do a better job <laughs> interacting. So, but thank you uh, to everybody who's posted stuff and please comment on it because I kind of I kind of learned my lesson once we got going on that movie thread i'm like man this is awesome (laughs) like so many people going back and forth like this is this is what this is supposed to be so that was fun yeah
1: and ellen also posts a lot out there too Mm -hmm. on the facebook page and the coolest thing i found because i was just kind of scrolling through it today because i knew we were going to talk about a little bit is scott mckenzie shared a finnish translation of Abraham lincoln's gettysburg address
0: really i i did not notice that
1: uh and and i read it all and i didn't understand a word i was reading it's like a foreign language to me yeah it truly <laughs> is uh I just thought that was kind of interesting actually mm-hmm. so um, so thanks for sharing that um, there's a lot of cool stuff out there so you could jump on there mm-hmm. and you could just kind of scroll down there um, you know do the crawl and see what's there
0: cool yeah uh, well um, this is a bit of a shortened episode so if this is your first episode of the rails Twitter, we normally have a topic that we focus on uh, because we've been busy with the holidays uh, personally and professionally and we probably figured you are spending less time commuting to work and listening to podcasts. You probably had less time also uh, out there in RailSplitter Nation. So this is a shortened, shortened episode where we're just kind of talking about um, just kind of things we normally talk about at the top of the show. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, do you guys have anything else you wanted to, to talk about before we get to this week in Lincoln?
1: Follow us on Twitter. There's a lot of good conversations there, too. I know we've, I've mentioned this several times. Uh, the community out there is awesome. We got a lot of good Lincoln uh, supporters. I, I looked at how many people are following the Real Splitter Pod. It's kind of mind boggling to me um, that we'd have over 10. Um, so <laughs> we are standing at 11. Um, actually, no, we're like what?
0: Oh, that's on Podbean, oh, though. Like, no, I'm talking yeah, we're, about we're, on we're, Twitter. We're, oh, Twitter? We're no, more we're than well that. over Twitter,
2: We're 200. Yeah, we're we're we over lot. 200 and
0: something. That's what all the cool kids are doing. There's yeah, tons so. of. Yeah, we got a lot of followers and we get new followers all the time. So, yeah, our biggest following is definitely on Twitter uh, for sure um 230 followers yeah so twitter, that i mean so. that's mind-boggling so mm-hmm. to me so that's really
1: cool um it's awesome interacting with people so i try to get out there a little bit um usually it's bad Mouthy miller fillmore so mary sends me <laughs> we, something we all have to have, get to my have our shtick
0: <laughs> my blood boiling so uh and we're on instagram rail splitter pod is our twitter handle and our instagram handle how did your stalking of that lincoln uh driver go Lincoln. Oh, yeah. So I was driving, um, and I was in Woodstock, Illinois, and they have a beautiful square there. Um, I don't know if anybody out there has seen the movie Groundhog Day. Shot in Woodstock, Illinois. Shot right there on that square. So the square that is, uh, like, where Puxatawney Phil and all that stuff is in Groundhog Day. It was all shot on a beautiful square in Woodstock, Illinois. But it's a brick road, and it's a one-way where you drive around a square. Uh, Right in the middle of the square is a, and I've, uh, there's a picture of it on our Instagram, but there's a really, really cool Civil War um, memorial monument uh, to the people from the town who served in the Civil War. Woodstock, Illinois. Groundhog Day was there. It's just kind of like it just repeats itself. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, it literally did repeat itself because I drove, I drove and I saw that, that license plate. I'm like, oh man. So I drove all the way around the circle again, just so I could get a. A picture of it and then try to get a picture of it because it was fairly busy try to get a picture of it without people like seeing me with my like cell phone on my car window <laughs> taking a shot of like this random car uh, but if that was your car hopefully you're a listener and that was the, the first time in my rail splitter career that i was like man i wish we had business cards because i could just slide one under this guy's windshield wiper and for sure we i would think at least he would want to follow us maybe it could just be a guy with a beard that people like refer to as Abe Lincoln. At any rate, that was an awesome license plate. It said Abe Abe Lincoln on it. it was cool.
1: Yeah, we do need some business cards. We just stand outside the Lincoln Museum, hand them yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> that's not all. Bad, we know. We know idea.
0: Dr. Cornelius. It's cool. Not a bad. Yeah, he's awesome. He was on the show. So, um, but yeah, it was uh, it was really cool to see that uh, that license plate. Um, and I did I did blur out part of it so that I don't know, to protect a little bit of anonymity. But, yeah, it's Abe Lincoln, A-B-L-N-K-N. And then there's a number after it that I – I'm not at liberty to say. But it was cool.
1: Um, Speaking of social media, though, Podbean, uh, Triz Nation, has shouted out to us like three times. And he had a good idea, actually. Um, Love the show as always. I have a suggestion this week I'd like to throw out there. Have you guys ever thought of, like, doing a This Week and Lincoln type segment? Something where you go through each day for that week and explain any significant Lincoln events that occurred on those dates. Just a thought. Keep up the excellent work.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's a great idea. That's um awesome. We kind of did that last week with the addresses to Congress in a big way. Um, this week is quite easy uh, because this week in Lincoln's life, he celebrated Christmas with his mm-hmm. family. I'm pretty sure on December 24th and 25th.
1: Wasn't one of his kids born?
0: Todd? Yeah, uh, no, just a couple no, days Todd, ago. Willie, uh, Willie, Willie, right? Willie, Willie, yeah, Willie. It was uh, Willie uh, it would have been his birthday. Well, not would have been. He would have died either way. But uh, Willie was uh, born in mid to late December. Um, who was the third born? After he was born after Eddie. So
1: let me see if I get the exact date here. Going to the top, not shorts. Wikipedia. December twenty first. Today. December 21st. Yep. One day before this guy, everybody's favorite rail splitter, Icky Yeah, Is your birthday tomorrow? It sure is. Oh, happy birthday. Happy Thank birthday, Nick. You. And it was my grandmother's birthday today. Oh, how about that? So, yeah. All right. Well. Tomorrow
2: uh, Tomorrow is a significant day in Civil War and Lincoln history, too. December the 22nd, 1864 was when Lincoln got the best Christmas present from German.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah.
2: Uh, So tomorrow's the anniversary of when Sherman sent his famous telegram to Lincoln. I beg to present you the city of Savannah. Um, And this was after he had um, done his march to the sea. And I'm sure Lincoln was quite pleased to get that.
0: Yeah, Savannah is kind of one of the crown jewels of the South. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, December 22nd. Nick Nick's birthday, and uh, when Savannah came back into the into the Union, at least militarily. Do you decorate your house, Mary, for that?
2: <laughs> oh, I go all out and celebrate it.
0: <laughs> all kinds of Sherman stuff all about the house.
2: Yeah, I actually have some tweets I'm going to put out tomorrow about it that I was researching last night. So.
0: All right, so yeah, get ready to see some some uh, tweets uh, at uh, Mary. Your handle is Miss Underscore Bellatrix. Yes, um, yeah, and the name or whatever is Civil War Fangirl, So yeah, great follow as well. Do you put a tree up, Mary? I haven't yet. Uh, you guys? If I have... did, if I haven't
2: yet. It would be called the Sherman tree if I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just
0: yeah. Don't take the actual Sherman tree down the street. No. <laughs> You got any Lincoln? You guys got any Lincoln ornaments? Uh, we have the Nutcracker, um, and then I have some magnets and stuff, but I actually don't have any uh, Lincoln ornaments. I don't know if I, I do. I
1: don't. I don't either. Mine's all Star Wars this year, so I don't really know what my Christmas stuff looks like. Yeah, anymore. mine's uh,
0: a lot of kids stuff. So,
1: but yeah, your so kids aren't
0: putting Lincoln ornaments up. A lot of Star Wars. Uh, yeah. A lot of, a lot of Frozen. And mine's a oh. lot of Star Wars. My my kids each have their own little tree. And my daughters, all the ornaments are about three feet off the ground in one side of the tree. That's so cute. It's the most adorable thing of all time. (laughs) So. All right. Well, uh, well, why don't we go ahead and jump into this week in Lincoln? Uh, Nick was kind enough to bring us uh, the installment.
1: Yeah. uh, Mary kind of spoke about it. It kind of deals with the Donald Trump uh, robot creep thing, um, whatever the hell you want to call it. (laughs) Uh, um, she did treat out a great, uh, great picture of Miller Fillmore uh, Mean Mug Trump Probably because he's jealous because he took his bottom spot um, <laughs> The second thing though I found Is Abe Lincoln In the exhibit is kind of like sitting in a chair Off to the side And somebody took a photo It kind of goes on Donald And then it pans to like the right And zooms in on Lincoln's face But what makes it humorous is They play the Curb Your Enthusiasm Theme song over it um so i have a link i found it i was just going through some stuff it's on the huffington post so i'll give that to uh boys here he'll share that out so um it is quite funny because it kind of goes there and if you ever heard kind of the theme song of it it's kind of you know it's Kirby enthusiasm yep. larry david the guy who created seinfeld um, so it makes uh, you know life a little bit more bearable that way
0: i agree and so, uh yeah i saw one where they had like put the uh sunglass meme on lincoln when he's looking at uh, yes. the president so. yeah <laughs> i saw that as too, well so. yeah cool yeah we'll definitely get that out so um and before we before we take off um we do want to make sure we wish everybody happy holidays and uh if you're celebrating uh, christmas have a good christmas weekend and if you're celebrating anything else enjoy the time with your family and um, we will be back before new year so we'll wish you a happy 2018 when that time comes uh, but for now i would just like to wish you all happy holidays
1: Yes, I agree. So hopefully you all got safe travels, um, enjoy the family, um, you know, definitely take time to make sure everybody knows uh, that you care about them for the uh, the people that you do. Um, yeah, and just try to have some fun.
2: Yep. Happy holidays to all of our awesome listeners, and happy holidays to you, Nick and Jeremy.
1: Thank you. Oh, Likewise, thank you. Mary, and happy yes. holidays
0: and happy birthday to Nick. So. Well, thanks again, everybody, for listening, and uh, thanks for uh, sticking with us in, in this kind of weird show where we just kind of get to talk, which is actually really fun. So I really enjoyed it. So I uh, hope I hope you all did too. So please keep sending us some suggestions for some show topics. We got a couple from some listeners out there that we will definitely get to. Um, that we're actually really excited about. So please send us some some ideas for some episodes for 2018, and um, we're really happy to get to them. And keep. We're, we're uh, doing
1: our 2017 countdown next week. Like. Top five Lincoln moments of 2017.
0: <laughs> we could. Uh, it would. It might. Yeah. It it's kind of
1: hard to do when somebody's passed away and he he you know, is still he's wow.
0: still with us. Sure. He is. That's
1: right. He still walks the street of Springfield. Yep.
0: So, um, and one thing I will do uh, sometime between now and our next episode is I'm going to post the lost episode. Uh, we do have an episode that's kind of missing out there because we had some technical issues. I re-edited it and I never actually posted it, uh, so we do have an extra episode. What's that? Uh, it is we we called it "That's What He Said," where we took our favorite lines from speeches. Um, there was a technical issue with that, and I had to take it down, so it wasn't. A, it's not up currently. So many of you probably have listened to it. If no. you haven't, though, there will be a special. Um, Special I thought episode. this
1: was like back from my drinking days when we first started this. No, nope. I just it was <laughs> one of the double yep. ones we did. And it may I have been, but I don't know.
0: <laughs> so anyway, once again, happy holidays, everybody! Thank you so much for listening. Please send us some ideas for show topics and things that you want to hear about. Um, you can reach us at Rail Splitter Pod on Twitter and Instagram. There's a Facebook group if you look up the Rail Splitter. Uh, you could probably find us, or you could email us at TheRailSplitterPodcast at gmail.com.
1: Follow us, rate us on uh, iTunes. Um, it's been a little bit since we got a write-up on iTunes, but we always read them, good or bad. So, um, And feel free to vote for your favorite rail splitter on that when you post right. it, too. That's right. So
0: when you do your review, you could put hashtag Team Nick or Team Mary or Team Jeremy, if you're so inclined, <laughs> on your iTunes review. iTunes review are helpful for us because they help us get to listeners because when listeners search for Abraham Lincoln, we pop up more often if we have more reviews. Plus, we like to hear your feedback because it helps us make the show better. And we don't
1: seem as creepy when we reach out to somebody to be on our thing because it could right. show up higher instead of having to scroll down 15 pages and be like, why would I go on these clowns?
0: That is true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, and one more, one more quick plug. Check out this week's episode of Beat My Guest uh, where we do talk about the rail splitter. And I am the guest that you all, I'm sure, will beat. So, once again, thank you. Once again, happy holidays for Mary and for Nick. I am Jeremy asking you to please continue to walk the world with malice toward none and with charity for all. Have a happy holiday, and we will see you next week.